and welcome uh, to the Toronto Ultra Merc and Maven podcast. Uh, this is season two, episode one. I'm sure you missed this terribly. We were getting stuff figured out. We're ready to get locked in. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, with the last CDL season, and we're ready to get it going again. Um, Joe, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know the, the the roommates were out of, out of town. It was just me and Copper for the, the last few days to so just uh, hang out with the pup, trying to get a little bit of sun so I don't look like an absolute vampire on camera for the event. I'll tell you what, in terms of like usually us recording when you're at home, you look pretty good right now. Like usually you're like with the lighting, like I could see some orange tint on you. You look pretty good. I'm proud of you. I'll, I'll be okay. honest. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I, yeah, I don't look like yeah. Lord Voldemort like that. Uh, that one cast. Uh, yes. We, <laughs> yes. That was that was amazing. But how, how's life going with that with the wife and the, the new baby Theo? Absolute beast. I mean, it's it's pretty nuts, I, but it's going well. Uh, last night was a big night for us. It was the first night he slept the entire night um, from uh -huh. 8, 8 a.m. to 545 straight. And he's been sleeping well, but like they still have this thing where you just kind of like soothe them back to bed. Like they'll wake up like two, but you just kind of like hold them for a sec and then they relax and go back to bed for an hour or two. But you have to keep doing that. Yeah, that like still messes with you. This was straight shot, like no noises, nothing. I was like, I looked at my phone and about cried ha the happiest tears of my life. Yeah, I've been impressed. I, I text yeah. Joe to try and gas him every day because he's usually like, I can just tell I hop in his stream. I'm like, this guy is just tired. <laughs> he just, Dude. You know, full time husband, full time dad Ooh. trying to get the full time stream grind on, especially with uh, ranked and stuff right now. Like, it's just you have to go hard all day. <laughs> all day. Uh, yeah, yeah like no. hour four comes through and I'm like, dude, wow, am I exhausted? Like, I got to power through this, but it's it's been fun, though, man. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, speaking of that, that's one thing we're going to touch on. Uh, we're just going to, you know, we want to get to talking about the major, obviously, but we're just going to touch on kind of the state of uh, Warzone 2, where we're at uh, since season two. Talk about rank play, because that's been kind of the big thing going on with the community right now. It's been incredible to see. Uh, and then sort of talking about qualifiers in the bracket. Um I mean, I think we're going to touch on this too long, but let's kick it off. Let's get into it. We're going to start with just talking about Warzone 2. Um, I know we, you haven't been playing really any of it because you've been mostly grinding ranked. Uh, I've actually been enjoying this time just playing single-player games and stuff since uh, Warzone 2 is it is something right now, Joe. It is something. Yeah, I mean, when rank came out, I think sort of the thought process from a content creator standpoint, streaming was like half and half. Um, just like worried you know, is streaming numbers wise. I think everybody that's just always on like a sort of a streaming uh, streamers mind. Um, and Warzone is kind of where we've built our community up, but they've yeah. really been all in on ranked. And, and honestly, I think with season two, we were hoping for a good amount of changes. There were, there was the uh, introduction of a, a Sheikah Island, um, which I think a lot of people were excited for. There were some changes like the armor plate stuff, but there needs to be a lot more. Uh, this season introduced a, a, a fire shotgun again, which is absolutely insane. And I just think still at the core of its game, there is a lot of, a lot of issues. Um, I think we just kind of talked about that with sort of the DMZ and the way Infinity Ward kind of went with this title, especially around Warzone. It just... I mean, I've said it numerous times playing Warzone 2. It didn't feel like COD to me. It just did not feel like COD to me. A lot of the animation, Sprint to Fire. There were just things when I played it, I was like, this is not the game I've been playing for 15 years. Uh, so, yeah, yeah there's a lot, of, a lot of outcry right now. Well, it's crazy because it does. Um, a lot of the changes 
you know, I try not to be too negative about stuff. And yep. uh, there are a lot of really good, really good changes. But, you know, the thing I said, like, after playing it for a week or two, I'm like, it's insane, like, how much changed in a positive way. Like, it, but it still feels like you're playing the same game because it's still just LMGs for the most part all over the place. Um, it's this fire shotgun, which is insane. So the time to kill still, you know, it's it was already insane. Now it feels even even crazier because, like, the Saken, like, hits harder than the RPK. The shotgun kills you in two shots, like. It's just weird, I guess, that so much can change, but you still feel like you're playing the same thing. It, it's kind of unreal, but well, this it has is, been um, super enjoyable for me, so I've just been kind of vibing out, playing whatever. This is kind of just, uh, I think, just maybe a discussion of sort of when they always try to add, 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 right? Every, every time there's a new season, it's introduce, introducing a new weapon, and they talked about it with Warzone 1. Uh, really, it just became bloated, right? With, like, the three titles, there was over 100 weapons, and... yeah. I think sort of the discussion was like, how do we limit that? At least that's what it felt like. But it's really tough after you Warzone one and you kind of figure it out what the community likes, what they don't like, like a fire shotgun. Like I know at some point there's got to be like a shotgun that kind of makes its way in. It, it really helps Moscow keyboard players. I understand that. But a 25 round shotgun that two to three bullets across a very long range, LMGs constantly, it just feels like you're not helping yourself. Like we don't want to repeat a ton from Warzone One, but we're repeating a ton from Warzone One, and it's not yeah. the good things. Yeah, I don't mind. Like you know, we've touched on it in the past. Like a new gun coming out, it being a little like OP from time to time. Like when you know, like the SPR or something as an example, it came out. It was kind of nuts. It was like fun to use, awful to die to, but it was like fun for a week. But it's just mm -hmm. when stuff continues on like i've had fun with the hemlock like i've had a pretty good time like our chic i'll use that sure. and it's great but like the shotgun's just dude it's literally like you just it's like the doof doof and the origin had a baby bro it's insane i i yeah but I, I would even think with like the um the hemlock right like similar to maybe like a grawl like it just feels like the community community is behind like maybe a stronger ar like the lmgs yeah. right now is just another thing like i just don't want to to be honest, I don't want to load up, play Warzone, run into bots, run into fire shotguns and, and LMGs. Like we were doing that for three, four months. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just in a it's in a really tough spot. Yeah, no, it seems like most people are frustrated. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I guess the the positive changes that came in season one, you kind of hope that they'll continue to be positive changes. But for right now, I'm chilling. I'm playing other stuff. But all right, let's get into let's get into the, the fun stuff, which I think has been very cool. Now, what this, you on Warzone right? Oh, I guess we can. Yeah, I mean, I, it, there was there was a tweet from like what? It was it was like, was it like it was Activision? Um, it was in the blog. It was in the blog. It was in the. Oh, the well, there, there was a blog. tweet. Oh, see, I saw a tweet that got deleted by like um. Yeah, that was before the blog account. came out. That was before oh, the blog came out. So basically, like I, in, I in season three. Yeah, you didn't read it. I know. Uh, in season three, it, here's that. Here's the tweet as well. Warzone ranked uh, season three and beyond. Um, we always know with the seasons, uh, they bring like gunfight, plunder. But yeah, Warzone rights, kind of the one circled there. And I think after ranked, uh, I'm just a little worried. Uh, obviously, we'll get into ranked play, but lots of cheaters. But here's the thing with the cheaters in wars in regular ranked in multiplayer, there's still a paywall there, right? There's a, a $70 paywall there. If an account gets banned, especially just like the real mean cheaters that we ran to like on Verdansk a lot. Like they're not just going to go and, and remake an account. Like there might be a kid who's 
trying to make his way up through challengers and is like, all right, I got caught. I'm an idiot. Let me try to redo this the right way. But like the people who are just sadistic and want to do it over and over and over again out of their pleasure, that is the worrisome um, with Warzone ranked. Uh, the free to play, dealing with cheaters, anytime it gets a little bit more serious, that is where it gets very concerning. Yeah, the only thing I can think, and I, I mean, I, I don't know if they go this route. I can't remember exactly how it went with like CSGO, but they added like that Prime thing or whatever it was called. Um, you know, they, they add like other ways to increase security. Like, I don't know, just for an example, they, they put ranked behind a paywall. I mean, I, I don't know if that would ever be a thing. Um, but yeah, I can't even like, I can't even be excited for it. It's just weird. You know, you see so many in ranked and it, granted, the, the, the almost was not as bad as like Prime Verdansk with hackers. It's not like every single game, mm-hmm. but it's way more than Caldera. Like I, I don't I don't know what's going on with Ricochet. Uh, I'm not really sure what the deal is, but Caldera. I think I ran into like how long did we play it for? I don't know how many months total. But like <laughs> I think I think I died to one, maybe two, like blatant aim lockers. Like, it felt like it felt like when it was there, like we felt like something. Like, immediately there was a, an update or like a playlist update that was fixed. Like it yeah, felt like it, it, they, they shut it off. And it's just been like steady in this one. Like not again, not, not as bad as Warzone, not enough to like make me, make me like rage off each day, but like you just run into a couple a day. Um, and God knows how many are in there that you're not, not seeing or not running into. Cause it's tough. We're like ranked. I think it's pretty obvious when you have one, because you get, you know, you get a lot of kill cams, you run into this person 40 times a map type thing, or your whole team kind of knows is something when you're playing Warzone, like you might get like one kill cam if you don't get to spectate and it's like okay maybe that was a goofy kill cam maybe not it's like it's harder to tell but i I ranked dude it's just with the way this game plays i mean it'd be really fun to 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 play for something and feel the i mean it still feels good to win on the big map for me versus like a sheikah like it still feels nice to go to win streak and do a nuke and like there's still pressure in game it's crazy and all and i think that'd be very cool in rank it's just like adds on to the pressure but with so many things about this game right now like whoo yeah, I mean, there's that. And then I'm just curious, the system they kind of come up with, uh, you know, Apex is sort of, uh, you know, maybe the one ranked BR a lot of people pay attention to. They sort of have like a kill participation mixed with placement. You get more points. Um, and like their pros kind of at times don't like some of the things <laughs> because when you have like too much kill participation, it kind of, there's not really an end game. Uh, that, that's just around Apex with 150 players. I don't really know how it's going to work. I don't know how the system's going to work. I would assume it's probably just going to be based off of final placement. That's um, my assumption too. But but there's no way you think like, all right, when we think ranked, like you play a, a rank or two above or below you with 150 players, there's no way that's it's like that, right? Like, don't you think you're probably going to play every rank? I, I don't know. I mean, how, how many players is it in Apex? It's 60. Like third of that? Yeah. And, and at the top, like the Apex Predators, sometimes, depending on the time, they have a they have a queue. Like, it's not always instant. Yeah, it's one of those and, things. And that's the one thing with COD. COD's always like, we want to get you in the game as fast as yeah. possible. It's always been built into their matchmaking system. Yeah. So, I mean, usually it's how, how it works. It's like, you know, they, they try to match up your MMR as best as you can, but they also try to get in the game fast. So it's a pretty quick window of that, that growing. Um, so yeah, you think with 150 people, it's going to be pretty mixed 
hobbies, I would think. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's I, my assumption. I mean, I guess we'll see. And how do you handle the scoring there based on placement versus who's in the lobby when you have that much variation? I have no idea, but no, no idea. I think it's going to probably be pretty simple to start. Like just uh, uh, an SR based on like your sort of finish placement. Like maybe if you get top 10, you get some points, maybe top 20, you get some points. Yeah. If you win, you get the most um, doubt there will be a rule set. There's never one for world series of war zone. I don't think there's going to be anything like that. I mean, we had like iron uh... trials. Yeah, but. I was going to say, they did stuff like that, and I guess we kind of always thought your Titanium Trials, Iron Trials, was like their their crack at what like a more competitive thing would look like. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's impossible that the right oh, has, has, has features like that. I just I don't, don't expect it. Yeah, I guess I don't either, but just, just adding, I mean, honestly, just upping the base, like health and stuff and time to kill would be probably fantastic. Like that alone. Because not yeah. much else changed, if I remember correctly, in, like, Iron Trials. I mean, I know the floor loot was a little bit different and stuff like that, but it was mostly around the just the time to kill. Because you had, what, Iron Trials, which was more health, and one which was more plates, or however the hell it worked? Yeah, but the ground loot and stuff was different. They had certain tacticals that were allowed and weren't allowed. Like, there yeah. was, like, a, like some differences there, for sure. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I don't see. Know. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's it's like I, part of me wants to be excited for it, but it's one of those things I have to wait and see because it's 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 like impossible for me to envision how it is good uh, just right now. It's it's really tough yeah. to just be it, just be positive in general about Warzone, honestly. Um, let's get into what's been very very cool. Uh, it, it's been dude. Joe and I had like a thirty to forty five minute phone conversation about this the other day, just laughing. Like, it's just I, I think what we've always said is j just like we know that. Call of Duty is always going to appeal to the casual side and that sure. at times when there's been ranked, you know, I'm sure the, the population is not where the developer wants to see it because like we have a one year, we don't have it the next year. Uh, you have a one year close to launch next time it comes out halfway through the title. Uh, it, they're completely different types of uh, like MMR rules. Like it just changed all the time. So like we've always said like, hey, if they come out with a good one and, you know, it's continuous, like that's the only real chance it's going to have. And it's just been... We now have back-to-back -back years and Treyarch at the helm. Um, and you know, like, this is now going to be, like, a core of the title or, or so for the first time ever, it seems like it. And it's just like, wow, what do you know? Viewership has been incredible for a lot of these content creators. Uh, people are very excited and playing it. There's a very positive outlook just on multiplayer for ranked. I know it has its issues, but overall, everyone's like, hell yeah. What do you know? Uh, shocking. You, you do it right, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's a, a shot of uh, all the different ranks. Um, the top 250 leaderboard is awesome. The rewards, I mean, I think they could be better, but I think it's a good start. Um, there's sort of the, the ranks that you kind of go through. Uh, ranks just kind of the level. Uh, there's your SR. Um, yeah, I, I just think that this is awesome, having the CDL players on the top 250. I think it's just amazing. Um, but it's just, uh, again, a big shout out to Treyarch for doing this. Again, Vanguard, it, it, it was a very similar system. I just don't think the hype was there uh, around that title. And it also really helps this sort of state of war zone. What we just talked about where your content creators, your, even your fan base. I mean, I've had so many people in my stream just talk about, yeah, I'm playing ranked. I'm having more fun playing this. Uh, this is kind of COD to me. And the momentum is is shifting that way. And it's just crazy to me. Like, we've been waiting so long. Like, it is so weird to me that I'm hopping on stream and playing seven hours of competitive COD. Like, against yeah. pros, uh, it's, it's, 
you know, your top players when you get to that rank, we've just been waiting so long. I actually, I feel like I'm in a dream. Like I really do. Just yeah. waiting for this moment. Uh, it, it's amazing. And obviously there's going to be shifts. Um, but I think with any title outside of call of duty that doesn't yearly release, whether you talk about, you know, your leagues or your counter strikes or apexes, the way you bring your fan bases back in and sort of, you know, keep people engaged has always been a rank system. Like it is frustrating as hell, but people get sucked in. They want to get better. They want rewards. And with a good rank system, what a lot of times what happens, I know with my friends, like we go on a two month bender where we're playing CS and then, you know, maybe we stop playing for a couple of months, but then like someone's like, Hey, you want to play some CS? Like, and you just get right back into it. Um, and I think for the longevity of multiplayer, since, you know, there's so much discussion around that at COD is at, a, at the helm right now, it is the one way where it has the spotlight. Like there's going to be a ton of Warzone and DMZ content. And maybe you're not a, a ton of multiplayer content, but ranked is sort of right there that it's at the middle. Um, kind of leading the way for multiplayer. And I think it should be that way. No, I just think the little stuff, like you said, just seeing like the, the players' photos and and maybe there's ways that they can, because I guess I always, you know, the reason I've always wanted to rank, I, I haven't even played rank. I've just really enjoyed watching people play it. Like it's it's helped me learn at times, listening to you guys like go through stuff and learn stuff as you play better and better people. It's just been really enjoyable for me to watch. I'm just 38 years old. I'm not trying to play 15 year old crackheads every day and sweat my ass off. That doesn't appeal to me anymore. <laughs> but it's been it's been very, very, very fun for me. I, every night, like once I'm done streaming, whatever stupid single player game I'm streaming, I, I am literally hopping in different pro streams, your stream, just hopping around, seeing how stuff is going. And, and I think though, like, like you know, I've worked on the CWL, CDL, MLG. I've worked on this thing for like, uh, almost 10 years now. Like I want, I've always wanted more relationship between like the game and our league. And yes, this is sort of, uh, you know, a, a step that got, it's, it's unreal, it took this long, but just seeing the players there and uh, fans have the chance to play against these people. And maybe if it's somebody new that dabbles in it and you see one of those pl players profiles and it ends up directing you to the CDL or you're watching the CDL and it maybe gets you involved in rank like that, that give and take, like it's something we've lacked. And I guess I'm just really excited. It's there. And again, it all comes back to just the, like we've had a good ranked before. I mean, not many, but we've, we've had a good ranked before. Yeah. Um, I mean, back to world war two is always the one that kind of comes to mind, but even back then, like you just weren't really excited about the future. Cause you had zero faith that that was going to carry into the next title. Now we do. And I think that is the one thing for me that just helps me actually feel excitement. Not like this is just a blip on the radar. Um, and you would 100%. think it's just going to get better. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, you would think so. Um, and, and, you know, shout out to all the pros, the CDL pros turning their streams on. I think this is a, an opportunity to build your fan base up. Something we always talk about, which is tough. Like when you watch COD it's always like we put out a, a KD number of a, a 1.2 and maybe a casual turning in, tuning in, they have like a 2.0 KD, right? Playing pubs. And they're like, oh, I could do this. I think if you're playing ranked and then you go and watch a pro or you match up against a pro, you will see the difference uh, between these guys. I mean, even for me, just like playing some of the top challengers guys, playing some pros now running into them. I mean, I'm getting shit on. Um, and I think to like some of my viewers, it's sort of like, whoa, because they just don't understand that gap. 
and it is very apparent. Now, these guys got four months on me in a couple of years, but yeah, maybe in a couple months I catch up. But no, it is, it is, uh, it's crazy to see how talented they are. I think one of the most impressive things for me, and this is when it comes to, you know, some of like the S tier talents, but the, the ones I'll watch a lot because they like maybe laugh or like chilling is like, like an Octane or a Shotzi. And like, you know, when I watch you guys play, like it is, um, we're going know, hard. Guys, Yes, you guys are going hard. You are common. You're trying to fix yeah. thing. Every call out is there. Like you guys are dialed in. And like, you know, you win some, you lose some, you're getting better, but you're having fun. But like you are, you have to, if you aren't locked at all times, you're gonna get shit on. Like it yeah. where, like where you're at right now. And then I'll go to like a a Shotzi's or an Octane stream. And I know they're they're just in this like S tier. I get it. But like when you see I, I hopped into Sam's stream one time. He was dressed up as a maid. Oh, he, he was dressed up as a maid, Joe, like a, like a maid outfit because he had like oh, a, a, a yeah, sub-goal for that. He's chilling there back there playing. So there he's got music playing. And there'll be a whole game where he's in talk about the game once or call out. And he's playing against like very good players and just yeah. dropping 40 to 50 like with his eyes closed. Like it's just, it. I think for a lot of people, like I, I get that. Like I understand that has been a thing, why that's a thing. But I think to your point, like if you are one of those like aspiring people that's been like, oh, I could do that. Bro, if you just watch like their demeanor, like it is, it's bonkers to me. Like, just how casual they can be and just shit on everyone. It's, uh, it's impressive. It is. And yeah, I mean, I'll... you said well, real quick, you said the whole content thing. I wanted to touch on this. I forgot to. Like, sure. Um, you mentioned like how it's been great to turn their streams on. Like that, that has been a big conversation for whether it's been the optic players or any player, like trying to balance that. And it's always been around. The reason it's been difficult is because the only thing you had was scrims, right? And or eights. Yeah, and that's tough. Scrims or eights and eight and eights are whatever. They can be fun to watch, but there's like nothing on the line exactly. And there's a lot more trolley stuff going on versus, you know, you kind of want to go hard and rank because you want to be in the top 250. But like there was always that sometimes you would stream scrims. You'd end up turning them off midway through the season. They felt like there was nothing you can do. Like this is just a very good thing that people want to watch and it's easy to stream. And now they, they have something like I'm just happy for them. Like, I, I'm not even playing it. I'm just so happy for everybody because it's just like I can tell people are having a great time. It's cool. Yeah, and I, I think um, it's a it's a mix, too, because with eights, it's sort of the same thing for them. They're going hard. I, I think what ranked really is for the top players is it's a bit of a mix where like you're going to have some matchups with some of the pros and they're going to want to go hard and then they're going to not have those matchups and they're going to mess around and troll and their personalities are really going to start to come out and you're going to see these guys have a blast and do some trolly things that are just hilarious. And we've, we've had so many of those moments already. So uh, yeah, just, just happy for this rain play. But I, I think one thing we do have to talk about again is the anti-cheat uh, with Ricochet. I don't, I don't know if they are. Okay. So I think the biggest thing is just the walling. Um, it feels like Ricochet does a really good job with their system or whatever, with sort of the, the aim lockers is sort of whatever the percentages they catch on to. The problem is someone or something is getting around sort of the walling side of it. And I don't know the answer to it. I don't That's know if it needs to be like everything bro. more just, invasive, oh. which is what yeah. we've talked about before, but it's, does have to be better. And, and again, we have the paywall, which is a good thing. And, you know, if we run into them or some pros run into them, we have like some CDL contacts, we'd send those in or you just report in game and they can get looked at. But it is a way to discourage people from continuing to play. I, I do have pros tweeting about it, at, you know, during the day and night. It just sucks for them at the high ranks. You're running into those. 
players. And that discourages your fan base from wanting to continue to play. Like, just think of like Halo, remember? Halo was killing it, was killing it, was killing it at the start. And then like the cheaters came through. And even for me, I was like, I, I can't do this. Like, this sucks. So that just simply needs to be in a better position. Has it improved at all? Or has it been pretty much the same like level you'd say? Like since it I, dropped? I, I think maybe it's gotten a little better, but I don't know if that's because we've just gotten people banned. Well, that, that, I guess that's the way I'm kind of wondering is like, as because of the paywall, you know, it comes out right away. It's like the hot thing. Like a lot of people mm -hmm. are cheating. Like I would think over time as people get banned, it would, and get, better. Paywall, it would get better. So hopefully even maybe without like stuff, I, listen, I would love for Rick Shade to be the most perfect anti cheat of all time. But I guess I'm just wondering, like, as we get deeper into this, if it just keeps steadily improving just by nature of the paywall. Um, Cause that's even like, because what CSGO was what like 20 bucks a lot of times or it would have like mm -hmm. the sale where it would drop to like five bucks or whatever it was and I just remember every time there was a sale I'm like I'm not I'm not playing I'm not playing like it's not happening and that was when it was only 20 bucks so I, I would I would think that having like the whatever a 60 70 dollar paywall like that that should in itself be like good enough with like an okay NA cheat to over time make it okay or, or so I hope well I guess we'll see but yeah, dude. I, I sometimes I was watching you guys like the first week it came out. I was literally getting like CSPTSD, bro. Where it's just like every well, death you're and, like. And the problem huh. is too, you're like there's Saudi loudness <laughs> Yeah. Um, you're watching kill cams and, and and you know I don't know and it sucks because like I try not to do it, but like there was a day it was really bad, and then like you're running into some kids who just might be good, and then I get a clip uh, three hours later. Oh, you guys think I'm cheating? Like, and you try and I try not to be like the person. I'm like, oh, maybe this guy's cheating. Maybe he's not. Like, ah, I think he is. And maybe he just isn't. But it sucks. Like when you get like that tweet, and it's like, ah, listen, man. Like, I don't know. Like, like we had six games prior to that where there was obvious wallers. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I tell you what, though, if you don't, if you're on wall, you probably got loudness EQ on. So yeah, screw you, guy. Well, I think that yeah, like the audio side of it, um, plus like the. The kill cams can be kind of like laggy or like sped up at times. Like they look really weird. It's just like it's tough to tell. And like I, I mean, mm -hmm. I've been there just in war zone. Like once you start like questioning it, bro, it's, it's just really hard to like get it out of your head. It just is. Yeah, so, I feel I, like a jerk. I do, but it's just like part of the streamer side of it. It's like yeah, uh, these guys no. stream stipend type thing. Like it does suck. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully I continue to get better. I, I think just again for the the state in the, the sort of state of COD. Um, because like, listen, like if it doesn't get better, like I said, Warzone ranks probably to be crazy. And I guess for regular ranks, maybe that's not the worst thing in the world if people are continue to play this. Yeah, because it's also a thing where like, you know, you're seeing a lot of it with people. I mean, I think this happened even with Warzone. Like we we would complain about cheaters like all the time. And a lot of it was stream sniping stuff or like, you know, just based on our invisible ELO, what we were playing at. Like I would guess for more average players playing in like Diamond and Below, it's probably not as bad. Would would be my guess. I I, I, I could know. be I could I be completely like wrong. Chad talking about it all the time. Uh, maybe, so. maybe, maybe it is then. Maybe, maybe it is. But a, yep. a lot of times, sometimes like <clears> what <throat> you're experiencing and like iridescent is not necessarily what like others are. Um, so maybe it's a little bit better there. I I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, just changes for it. Uh, just like quick. Just maybe like one thing I kind of wanted to touch on. Uh, because I play every day, and I I don't know if this will ever be a thing. Uh, but I know. People come to my chat asking me about solo, duo, 
uh, maybe like a separate playlist. The only sort, my only sort of complaint, I don't even think it's a complaint, is that uh, when you're a four stack, and I think for the most part, everyone's trying to four stack, and I get like, you don't want to have to not play with your friends, right? Because then that stinks. You feel like, you know, my team, my team's horrible. In a lot of other games playing ranked, that is probably the biggest complaint, right? Like, uh, if the game forces solo duo, it's just tough. You can get in the blender, you get bad teammates, whether it's Overwatch, League, CS, go down the line. We've all been there. Um, I would just like to say this. If they are going to keep it this way, there needs to be a priority of four stacks playing four stacks. Because uh, even when I have a four stack on my team, like I know it sucks for the other team who are playing as maybe two duos or just all solos. I I know it'll probably slow down the matchmaking, and that's probably what it comes down to at the, the basis of it. it does. But yeah. I think four stacks should only match up against four stacks. Or maybe we just have a solo duo separate rank. Um, just, I don't know. I'm sure they have the data. Just maybe something they, they need to touch on. Well, what did it, uh, how did it work with World War II? Because I remember when you got to high ranks, you'd be waiting like five minutes for a game. It was only, well, you could only duo. You could only duo, okay. You could only duo in World War II. I was trying to remember how it worked. Up to duo. Then that, I mean, if that was like that, Joe, with already being able to only duo, imagine like how it would be with what you're saying. Like if only four stacks play four stacks, like, I mean, people were waiting pretty long. It's just one of those things where you have to, no, not everyone's going to agree on it. Like whether you want to wait or like five plus minutes for more balanced games, or you want to just get in the game quickly, you'd have some shitty ones. You don't, I, I don't know. Well, like, I it's, I, it's something of like, I just think at the highest rings, like maybe you try to four sack. If it doesn't work, you have to split into two twos. I, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Actually, I don't know so, if that's the right answer. One. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, I'm sure it's tough. I'm sure they have the data that says like, this is probably the best way you get the matches the fastest. I just know like when we have a four stack or we're going up against four solos we're probably gonna win that like just the way it is yeah, so yeah. this is less for me and maybe for the community who's trying to solo or duo they don't always have friends who are on uh just just curious yeah I, i'd be yeah i just i wouldn't mind them just like trying it like that and just seeing what the queue times are like just be like kind of transparent about it. like hey we're trying this with a different uh matchmaking algorithm see how it goes see what feedback's like type thing i i don't know i mean just and maybe it's stuff. just all the way up to iridescent and then maybe at iridescent and top 250 it's only duo plus like maybe that's it I, I don't know yeah maybe maybe um we talked about the anti cheats uh yeah that was one of your big kind of maybe changes for the future um i mean i guess we both want rank to stay like this so i guess we're kind of thinking like what improvements or how does it stay a staple i mean i think the big thing and the thing we needed for a long time is just one dev committed to a formula that's going to continue. And I it feels like we have that right now with Treyarch. So uh, whether that was Treyarch pushing forward, it came from the publisher side, the CDL pressure. I don't know how it all came together, but thank God. And thank, thank God. Them hand yeah. Thank God's them handling it. Um, I guess one thing now this, uh, well, I guess this is more changes for the future. One thing I guess I'd kind of like, and I don't know how far it can go, but I mentioned that I, I do really like how it'll show the, the pro players in there and like have, have their, um, picture and stuff i guess you know i i always the only time that i think like it was back in the cwl days where it was sort of in your face a little bit more was probably black ops 3 where like you had the in-game viewer um it wasn't perfect by any means but it 
put it there more for people to see. Whereas now I still like we're still sort of like tucked away. If you want to find anything about the CDL, um, I think ranked definitely has the biggest tie in like to what we do. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I hope eventually they can take it steps further, whether it's like uh, and I know on the I'm sure on the um, the tech side, you know, anything I want is tricky. But like, you know, <laughs> when you go look at like Draza, who's whatever, let's say he's 50th and like you have you pull him up and there's a button you can hit that maybe uh what brings you to his socials or shows his show socials you can see what his next upcoming match is like what their record is like mm. more tie-in to the cdl maybe like uh, the most recent vod of a match um the more they can do stuff like that because there are a lot of games that have more of like a browser base built in whereas you can hit something brings you to a browser and takes you to stuff and that's not really ever been a thing with cod but i guess the more that it can connect people to pros and then connect that to the CDL, I think would be very cool. Um, I don't know what's perfect. That's just one thing that I guess I would like to see kind of uh, maybe advance as time goes on. Yeah, I think um, that would be dope. Uh, maybe like multiple top 250s, like an NA and like rest of the world. So like more people have a spotlight because like the top 250 right now, it's just the entire population. It just should be um, separated just, to begin with, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 maybe they just didn't know how many people were going to play. Uh, so that yeah. would be pretty cool. And then I think rewards is always kind of the biggest thing. Sort of you go into a game. How did that player get that? Maybe uh, the rank is sort of your rank symbol is just in regular pubs uh, to show it off. I think any way you, we can try to get a, a regular casual player playing ranked is going to be the best way possible. Just at least have them try it out. Maybe they don't know what it is. Maybe they don't know what it is. And I've had a couple of people in my chat, like I tried ranked. There's a lot of things I just didn't know. Um, so I, I think that's a good thing, but it could well, be, it could be difficult. And that's, that's even back to, I think we had some of this in, in the CDL. It's another tie in sort of the CDL side, whether it's um they bring it in from players or it's like basic tutorial videos. Cause I, I okay. I think one of the hardest things it's always been for COD is just, we have a very casual fan base getting them to play ranked or enjoy ranked is tough. It's just COD's always been that game. You, whoever of whatever age, whatever part of the world, you can pick up and play it for 10 minutes if you want. Like that's just, it's a super casual game, like ways, ways to bring them in more. And I'm sure it's very overwhelming at first. So I don't know whether it's, yeah, like a quick CDL video or a, a, a whatever Treyarch video. That's just sort of a, here's the basics of hardpoint or here's this, like it's just little yeah. stuff like that. I think, I think could go a long way. Cause I'm sure the first time you hop in, yeah, it could probably be a little, a little bit much, I'm sure. Yeah, why Why are these things banned? Like, they just don't really get that sort of thing. Like, why, you know, you go to a stream sometimes on the COD stream, it's like, why are they only using these couple of weapons, this and that? And I, I totally get those questions. Like, I understand it. It can be it can be a lot. Like, if you're just a casual player who is using yeah. all sorts of different weapons and equipment, this and that. And But yeah, hopefully uh, this momentum continues. Yeah, or at least overall, stay steady. Like- just stay steady. Yeah, I think overall we're, like I said, I'm not even playing. I think it's awesome. Like it's been, it's yeah. dude. Every every night, that's what I like. Well, I, I haven't even watched like shows or anything recently because that's what I was watching. And I, I just hop between people and I see some tears, some some joy. I see, I see it all. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it's a I'm lot not, of fun. Just got me the itch, dude. Like it'll be the weekend. I'll be like, oh, I have like, can I go play a couple games? I, I just, when's the last time I've had that in COD? I don't yeah. know if I ever have. Like it's been a really long time. Like usually it's in other games, like where where that's happening. Yeah, for me, it was always like a, yeah, like I, last time for me, it was probably like CS that I really just had the HD. Overwatch, super good something at like that. So 
We'll see. I mean, again, just happy. Uh, happy. This is something we think is going to continue for the first time ever. Thank the lords instead of just some dev. Like, oh, they did, that was pretty cool last time. Let's just change the whole thing. Uh, shout out Treyarch. Uh, yeah, shout out Treyarch. Thank you, God. Would we exist without them? Probably not. Um, all right. Uh, you want to start getting in talking about like qualifiers and the upcoming major, which I don't have to travel to because I live here in Dallas. And it's yeah, let's get it. We've had um, what a a pretty good qualifier, pretty solid qualifier throughout. Uh, there were some team changes coming into this, but what do you want to do? Just show the bracket, maybe final qualifier standings into the bracket. Yeah. yeah and we'll just start just from the matchups. Yeah. Sort of talk about each team and kind of what, what our thoughts are. I mean, it's uh, it's been a weird qualifier. Just if you even look back to the final day, like every favorite lost. Um, this is, I, I said to you, listen, I don't want to like this come off as I'm like, downplaying the league and it's been fun to watch viewership's been nuts especially with like seth's seth's watch party and uh the flank and various stuff but like i i have been i have been a person uh, you've sort of been close to it too where i've always thought the online versus land thing is overplayed a bit like uh results wise have typically been pretty pretty close to what they will be on land i know it's frustrating but this is the first time that it's like it's not a latency or a ping thing. It's just like with the with the loudness equalization stuff. Like it's just a it's just a different game than it is on land. So this is the, this is the first time where I see like a lot of times I would see a player tweet like, "Oh, wait till we're on land." I'd be like, "Shut up, bitch!" Like stop being a little <laughs> mental goddamn idiot and just tough it up a bit. But now I'm sort of like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. You probably are pumped. You know, that's the first time I've ever felt like that. Um, honestly, so even without even without the loudness EQ, like something sound factoring like that, like when you get to land, it's it's always been different. Like when there's been some like sound horny aspects noise. to a game because crowd noise, it's not a perfect audio setup. Like you have white noise pumping in. It's it's not the best audio when you're on the main stage. It just isn't like, um, so. It's just a different environment where you're in your team facility. It's peace and quiet behind you. You got your mix amp cranked to a hundred and you could sound horn pretty much anything and everything, even without the whole settings thing. I don't even know what this thing is, but I can't do it. Cause I'm on a dual PC set. All I know is I've seen some clips and people get to hear people across the map. It's insane. Right, uh, you can do it if you're the one. So I can help you with that job, but yeah, no, you no can, I'm good. You can do it. <laughs> no, I, good. I wouldn't. I, I never really bothered. I, I tried it one time. I was like, it just sounds horrible. I was like, that's nah, not for me. Just, it's just, it, I don't know. It's good in some situations. Some it cheese. Like it's some cheese. Yeah, no, it really, it really is. Um, what do you want to show kinda, the, the bracket? Show, through the bracket. Yeah, yeah, show the bracket and just like the round one matchups are all really good. I know that's going to be the case with the, the competitors of the league, but you've got what? Surge Gorillas, Phase Thieves, Breach Optic, Ultra Subliners in the winner's side of it. And uh, I guess I'm, I feel like, any of those have the potential to go either way right now, which is kind of, a, I guess, an awesome feeling. We were talking about round one matchups. Um, and then in Losers, Legion, Rocker, Ravens, and Mutineers. But, yeah, I'm down to kind of just go team by team and sort of chat about some of the good, some of the bad, um, where where they're kind of at right now. You just want to kick it off from top to bottom. We can we can start things off with Surge. Yeah, let's start with Surge LAG. I, I mean, they get the number one seed, does Seattle Surge. Uh, first of all, props to them. Uh, a big bounce back. I think after Major 2, Stage 2, it was horrendous for them. They kind of had what they went through last year, where they would have a really good performance, go back home, just not be the same Seattle Surge team. And it happened again. But this time, I think it was a little bit different with the whole maybe Preds leaving. Are we rebuilding our team? Are we not rebuilding our team? 
Uh, and let's be honest, throughout stage two and major two, they were 0-8 in search and destroy, which I think that's impressive enough because this might be the worst search game of all time where like you think you would at least get a win just based on like maybe some timings going your way with dead silence, making plays. But they kind of lock back in. It's worse than last year. I'm not sure. I, it definitely is. It, it absolutely is. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't know. Dude, this is the most one bomb centric. Yeah, I just maps like, of all time. Last year was search was dude. I don't. I don't know. This was rough, brother. This is no, a rough no. You're one. not wrong. This one. This one's like it's crazy. I can't believe we're having this conversation, but we are. It, this one, like, I'm trying to think how to. It, I, I thought. Vanguard was still like Call of Duty search, but just horrific. This is like just not Call of Duty sort of, but mm -hmm. I, I I prefer like casting and watching search on this more than Vanguard. Um, but Vanguard felt like even more one dimensional than this to me. And I know why, I, I, how it, it just was like every map just was so it was so one dimensional. It was just the maps last year. I, it just felt well, like, even well, like the maps were quick. Well, the problem I mean, is like dude, with the well, size of the maps, there was like no mid mid like round fights. I mean, it's kind of the same thing here. Like said, teams are waiting for daddy. Like well, it's I guess pretty it much just, one bomb guess, and you're going. Yeah. And I, well, I guess maybe part of it too is like, we know phase is like an excellent search team and there's a lot going on with them last year, but seeing them like really not good at search was kind of weird. And just talking to them, it's just like some of the stuff they broke down in search that was just so bad. And like now they're, just back Mate, to they're, they're on some insane streak right now and probably the most inconsistent search game ever. So yeah, I don't yeah. think I think they just weren't playing. That's yeah, I think that they were playing. That, that might be it. But I guess I was just thinking to be that consistently good at search. Like there's something to it, I guess. Maybe maybe that's just what I'm putting my my eggs in that basket. Like there must be more consistencies, like if they're able to like kind of get back to dominating in search, but I don't know. I, I, I listen, I haven't grind grinded rank like you, so I, I haven't played it and it got pissed off by it as much. I just know like for whatever reason I enjoy like watching this and commentating more than last year. It's dog well, shit. I think there's some like, slower moments because people have to wait for Deddy. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's just maybe a little more fun for me to watch for moments like that and like crazy clutches and stuff, but I just remember being miserable in search last year, like Cassie. I don't feel that much this year. Well, it was just nade spots because uh, there was no trophies and you ran. Like you just ran. Like you just Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about it from my good commentary POV. It just doesn't bug me as much. Listen, man, listen, I'm I, playing I hear it's you. Probably, I'm sure playing it is <laughs> a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah, it's different, especially these maps, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Shout out to the pros. But yeah, Serge, I mean, um, after 0 8 throughout stage two, uh, a not great major two after getting a second place, potential team change. They go 4 and 1. Uh, they have some big wins, uh, 3-0 over New York, their last match of the day. They do lose one series. They didn't have, like, the toughest schedule. I think when you look at this, when I say these three teams, Minnesota, Florida, London, you probably expect Surge to win. But, again, it, it's kind of the way they did it. I mean, they were 4-1 in Surge and Destroy. Uh, still a really solid respawn team. But it feels like this team is is back back in business. How, how big of a factor do you think, like, the Pred stuff was? Because it, it's like... I guess I would kind of assume it had an impact. Um, we don't know how realistic or how far the conversations went, but it had to have been a distraction um, to some degree, I'd imagine. But then at the same time, like you kind of saw them do the same thing last year. So it's like, I, I don't know how big of a factor it was. But to me, if like I took last year out of the picture and just talked about this year, it seems like they thought the team might be falling apart. They were kind of losing one of their superstars. 
people were distracted, didn't know what the hell was going to happen. It was hard to be 100% locked and focused on like event to event, match to match. And now like that is past, you know, month has gone by, you're kind of back on your bullshit. Um, and it's not as simple as that, but sort of how it seems from the outside looking in. I think, I mean, I'm sure it had some impact, but if you look at their stats, they were still competitive in response throughout stage two. Just um, search, what, yeah. Five and four in hardpoint, three and two in control. They had a game five versus Optic. I mean, they lost to Minnesota. They beat New York in stage two. Like, I think there was still, there was still something there, but they were literally 0-8 in search. Yeah, it, yeah. And like, it's not like major one, they had a great search either. They were just that much better, I think. They were like, probably finding clutch kills and they won like a big game five versus thieves. Remember it uh, at the first major in, in, in Raleigh. I don't know how much it had a, cause like it's optic, right? Like we didn't talk about that, but the roster changed cause you know, we didn't have a podcast then, but like, I think it's a business and these players understand it. Like if you get an offer to go play with optic, you just kind of have to, you understand it. You have to understand it. Like, you know, we listen to some different podcasts, sports podcasts, and uh, it was the the JJ Redick one, and he was talking to, uh, I forget who it was, but a player got traded to the Nets for Kevin Durant. And it's just, the guy's like, listen, man, I got traded for KD. Like, I get it. Like, I understand what the, the organization wants to go win. And I think it's the same thing here. Like, okay, Optic reached out. They want to get Pred. If the, like, the players get it, and there's still a really good chance after the season, this happens. That goes through. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, maybe there was some there. Uh, maybe they were frustrated and, and couldn't get back on the same, but they stuck together. They go four and one first seed. And I think a, a very good matchup versus, versus gorillas for them. Well, yeah, a lot better than like the second one looks. That's for sure. But we'll get to, we'll get to that here shortly. Um, so gorillas, they're able to sneak in. Uh, what was it? The big win over Vegas, right? Like Saturday. Yeah. They beat that, Vegas and then, and then they Optic, needed some help and optic one, which I think was the big difference, right? Yeah, FaZe needed to win for Vegas to get in just based on like tiebreakers and, and whatnot. So FaZe or Optic helped them out, but they get in at two and three. They sneak into the eighth seed. I still don't know much. Like when I watch this team, they're very competitive still, right? They bring in the three Academy players with our cities. The first stage together it was all about their hard point. How do you get better at the other two, which kind of understand, but I think like, if I'm watching a new team and if there was sort of something you wanted to see them excel in, it would be Hardpoint, right? Because it's sort of like we're beating some really good teams in Hardpoint. The skill is there. The talent is there. That's sort of how we measure skill sometimes is through Hardpoint. Sort um, of always. Like, gonna yeah, like gun yeah, skill like wise. But now it's the opposite. Throughout this stage, they got better at search and control, but really struggled in Hardpoint here at two and seven. Um, so I just don't know if they can't get on the same page. If maybe the first stage was a honeymoon period. I don't know. Or it's just, it, it, dude, we've seen this how many times over the years? Like you are a team that is good at hard point. So you're excelling there. So you put more time into the other two modes. You focus yeah. a little bit more on that in VOD review and working with the coaching staff. I don't know if that's the case here, but you put more focus into that. And then you start to fall off a little bit more in the other mode. I feel like, I feel like I've had that. I've said that a, a thousand times over the years. Like it's just, it's, it's been, I, I live through it. It happens thing. sometimes. Yeah. You have like this big focal point and the other part of your team kind of goes down. I think it's just like, it's just natural. It's hard. That, that's one thing. It's like, you know, um, 
it, it, we just differ a lot from a lot of other esports, especially when you talk about like FPS, like a like a CS or something. You know, I've heard CS players, you know, they they've talked about how you know you have to just have this map pool you're good at. It's it's, it's almost impossible to be good at every single map. Like we, we we have all these maps plus all these different modes. Like it's just it's it's not and then realistic. They and then they yeah, change. Like it's did. not it's not yeah. realistic. You don't have enough time to be lights out at every map and mode combination. Like you don't. Um, so I think that's just sort of the baseline. And then when you do want to put more time into focusing on something, it's just sort of natural that something else might you lose a step. It's just, it's just is what it is. Um, you have to find. I mean, typically, I think from what we've experienced for the most part, I know it doesn't apply to every winner of every tournament all the time, but usually it comes down to balance. I mean. Typically, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're around 70%, like two modes, 50 in the other or something like you, you've got pretty good balance. Um, and then trying that line's tough. I'm sure it's real hard. Yeah. And you, you still have some young players on this team, right? Just getting back in the league. Uh, I mean, obviously assaults a world champion, Alex, a world champion, but you know, with seed and Joe deceives sort of, I, I think they've been frustrated with some of their losses. They had a couple of game five losses. I think they lost some really close uh, respawns. This is still a very competitive team. I don't think it's an easy match for Surge at all, but I think Surge should should win it. I mean, the way they've been looking recently, and you kind of said like Mac being the X factor on land. Like I don't know what, I don't know what that guy. I mean, it feels like he needs something <laughs> where he's either thrown up or frying at the event. But now when he hits that gear, like they're just that yeah. much more dangerous. And you know, just just watching recently, um, I, I just some of this. Some I heard uh, some of the guys gassing him. Like whether I was watching Seth's uh, POV or what, but like. Lamar, Lamar's been playing pretty well too. Like, you know, they kind of said it on there. Like, Lamar's just the kind of guy that it's just sort of this hive mind thing at this point. Like, you don't really point out when he's doing well. You just highlight when he gets shit on. And I, how I've been, I've been guilty of giving him shit at times. Like, uh, over well, the years, well, he's a sort of system guy. He knows yeah. what it takes to win. He knows what his teammates need to do. And it's tough when you're the guy, maybe not putting up the best stats, but you are asking the most out of your teammates, right? Like you're kind of critiquing them. And I, I think it was really nice. I think Sib and Pred both like tweeted a couple of weeks ago, like accuracy is one of the reasons why I, I am the player I am right now. Um, you, so he, he wouldn't he still be it. on this fucking team this long. Like, like <laughs> yeah, he, you. You know how long this is going on? Like, if he was just dog shit, he wouldn't still be here. Like it's as simple as that. But I just, uh, no, I saw, I saw just some maps. He was playing really well and, um, yeah, sometimes it's just I'm guilty of it. Like I just noticed the ones well, where he goes neg- negative twenty, not the ones where he has a nice map. Again. <laughs> and when you're a player like him, it could be tough because you're trying to get your team. We talk about the system, right? Like you're the guy looking at the mini map all the time, making these calls, making sure we're doing this. If it's if they aren't doing it, you get pissed off. You're focused elsewhere. You're not focused on like yourself. Sometimes you're trying to do too much, and and that could be tough for like an in-game player. I, I've gone through situations like that where you're just like frustrated because your guys aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing what we talked about in practice and scrims leading up to the tournament and then you're not in your spots or you're not winning a couple of gunfights and it, it just kind of sucks yeah no, i'm sure yeah uh, you want to move on to the next one uh probably yeah. our our round one matchup that's like oh <laughs> shit here we go uh yeah so phase thieves um this had some credible matchups at, at the last major. Um, we'll start talking about phase. Um, I know they had the, it's the a rematch recent, year final. Well, yeah, I, yeah, true. True. I know they have the recent, recent loss to optic, but I, I literally texted Chris. I was like, good loss, bro. And he's like, 
He's like, what? I'm like, dude, it reminds your guys they're dog shit. And then also it lets Opti think they're fine, which I don't know they are. So like, I was like, good loss, Chris, going into the, you know what I mean? Like one of those losses, like that nah, big of a deal going into a major. Yeah. Um, at least it's the, the, probably way the I see one it. matchup both of these teams didn't want. I, I think the goal yeah, for both yeah. of these teams is to make the winner's bracket. They just probably hope not to play each other. I, I really do. I, I think they're fine playing probably anyone else. Um, but in a, in a way, this is a bit of a rivalry now, right? If you look at like champs last year, you, we just had another grand final, uh, but it's a tale of two different stories for this face side. It's the S and D powerhouse. Their streak continues. I don't know what they're up to now, like 13 or 14. It's something stupid, but their hard point is still very average. And if you look at the final where they won four to two, I think they lost both hard points. They won two searches and two controls. Um, and throughout this stage, throughout stage three, they, they were three and five in hard point, three and two in control. They're going to need to steal a respawn from this very strong Thieves team. Yeah. Uh, you know, it seems to me just uh, phase right now in hard point. It's like you can tell they know what to do because at times they really are. Um, but in it's like the little stuff you just like have to do. Then 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 they just like don't. I don't want to say they're like tweaking or trolling. Hasn't or this all they're saying? But like with this team. it has, it has. But it's like just these little moments where it's like, why, 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 why do you challenge that fight or why did you do this? Um, and I guess I hoped, um, kind of like Alec was to the team early on, and now Slasher sort of is is uh, sort of kind of rallying in the the idiots when he needs to. Um. I guess I but figured you, it's out. just like if they're like, you know, someone gets two kills and they keep going, it's tough to control in the middle of the game. No, it is. It is. It is 100%. One of still, these little demons gets hot. Like, it's, it's, still, just it's like, still the same shit, though. It is. It really is just yeah, like, no, a, like, I'll watch it sometimes. And it's like, why? Why? And that, I mean, to be fair, that, that'll happen with like any team. It's hard to be sure. perfect. It's just, it's more obvious to me, I guess, watching them just because who they are and like what they've won and the level of talent that it's just, it's more frustrating at times to watch. It is. I mean, we've been watching this for really since cold war, right? Like with Chris is the coach. Well, even since MW, I feel like MW 19, like with Chris is the coach, him talking to us, they just sometimes turn into just idiots in respawns. They're, they're a great S and D team. And last year, they, that, that S&D wasn't there. Yes, they still got to all these finals, but it feels just like at some point something happens middle of the match. And I don't know if their brain turns off, if they get too hyped. We've talked about their comms. It feels like their comms are better this year, but there's still something that goes on in hardpoint where they get a little mixed up. Yeah, no. And I think you're right. Like in this matchup, it's going to be so big. And I think I like, I like part of me hates seeing as much as this is like, Oh, what a cool round one matchup. Like I hate it. Cause it's just probably the two favorites to win the whole thing. And it, it reminds me, it reminds me of like old champs where like you'd have pool play <laughs> yeah. and there comes a stupid fucking result in pool play. And then yeah. you'd have this round one matchup where it's like, Oh, great. What's the grand final round one sick. Or it just threw everything off um is is kind of what it feels like and and i think it goes back to my point like i know i know online results have not always been one-to-one -one with land it, it hasn't been but historically they've been pretty darn close but right now it's it, it's a little it's a little weird it just is man with like the audio stuff and just this particular title um i think you're right they're happy to be here but i just wish it wasn't this matchup as much as i'd love to cast this matchup it's just one of these teams and losers right away because they're losing to one of these teams and it's just kind of silly.
No, no, no doubt about it. I, I, but you know, thieves did go from losers round one last major all the way through uh, to the final. It's just not easy to do. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in the league right now. Yeah, flex those muscles back there. Hey, make sure to stay hydrated, everybody. Yeah, if you're yeah, listening, yeah. I need some water. I need some water. That's what, that's what Maven does best. He's that's he's got a water machine back there. But yeah, yeah I mean it's one off day, uh, and you could potentially you know being losers an off match. Someone has it, and you're out of the tournament. But in terms of online, these guys did match up in stage three. Uh, Thieves did win one to three. Uh, they won all three respawns. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so let's focus now on the Thieves side. I think anytime this team makes winner's bracket, they're happy. Um, you know how this team is. Uh, playing out of LA, I, I, we're, you know, I don't know. I'm sure it's difficult with some of these matchups. They're just, again, it's just they probably just didn't want this matchup. Yeah, I saw... <laughs> Again, how listen. I, I, Sam and I are boys, bro. I love Octane, but like yeah, his yeah. bitching about online has always killed me. And usually, like after yeah. he lose to a team years ago, and be like, "Oh, see you on land." I'd be like, "I just want to be like, I've gotten to like literally a public arguments about this shit." I'm like, "Stop being a little mental bitch and toughen up." Like you just gotta focus up. But now, like, dude, when I saw like Thieves tweet afterwards, like, "See you on land," right now, it's sort of like. Yeah, I bet you are feeling that way. Um, well, there, are, there are world champs too, right? They have that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just yeah. made a final. The problem is the, they lost the final to these guys. That's just, it's like yeah. see on land, but it's like round one, you you have this matchup. Um, I, I think for LA Thieves, again, 0-4, they lost four, four maps in the final, both controls, both searches. This is a team, I think if you compare it to last year, they got better every major. What did I tell you? day one because you got in late they lost the round one matchup but i told you you're like give me a quick summary i was like dude they're close yeah i, I literally said that to you i said thieves are close like, i i can just see it the way they built their system uh and have built it in the past and you can just kind of tell the machine is it's getting oiled right it's getting lubed up yeah and I, it's, it, I was it was starting to roll i think it was like really really obvious last year when it started to click because like no one had figured the game out at all right last year like yeah. it, it when it came to the hard point like it just felt like no one could be consistent and like when you saw it start to click for them like it was just really really obvious if you watch the mini map like all right these guys get it um and maybe it's not like as obvious to, like the average person now but yeah to your point that's like the first thing you said to me you're like they're they're getting there and then i was watching matches with you i'm like oh i get it like yeah, yeah just... they went from losers round one to final i, I think maybe yeah. just run out yes a phase was hot that that you know that final well i mean they they won four maps but yeah i, I think they were close last major probably looking to try to, to to win one here um i think if there's anything to focus on for them it's get better at search and that's what they did at the end of last year like after they won um, you know, they're in New York. Then we went to champs and their search got so good at champs. So I think now probably a big focus is going to be on their search and destroy. It's just, you're going up against the best search team of and all time. You gotta think, you gotta think you're having like more confidence going into this than last major too. Cause last major, like you, you were scrubbing with your full squad going into it. For the most part, you didn't yeah. have a lot of time with like Kenny, what he was going through, um, with mm -hmm. what was it, migraines or the dizziness? What I can't remember exactly, but like, um, yeah, so, something like that. But like, he, he was what dealing is it with where, stuff. like, if you stand up, you feel vertigo, dizzy? vertigo, vertigo, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So, that's what he was dealing with. So he was having like that, and um, they didn't really have like great reps going into it, and still, you know, had that run. Um, honestly, having, having to do the loser's run might have helped him in that scenario, but I would think you're feeling 
far more co confident going into this one. Just yeah, the machines been working a, together. I mean, if you're you're listening, you're watching this matchup. To me, I'm probably circling map number three, the control, because um, again, Phase they won both of them in the final. Thieves they won the this one in stage three. They won that matchup. I just I think FaZe is 100% capable of winning a hardpoint. I think Thieves is 100% capable of winning a search destroy. But I, I think Control is always the swing mode that we talk about when it comes between two really good teams. And yeah, Control is just, it's interesting right now. Like here in, here in Paris, I kind of talk about it. Like why it's so tough, even because if you're like the, if you're the top seed in the matchup, like you don't even feel you have that big of an advantage because it's either like, it's either, because Fortress Control is so dog shit, it's it's like considered a gamble by most teams. It's like either you ban the gamble, and then that mm -hmm. team is going to get to pick, or you ban that team's good map, and they're probably going to pick the gamble. So it's like having the advantage isn't even that like big of an advantage right now because of like that. Like Fortress Control is just. I mean, I don't, I don't really. I know a lot of people complain about control, but. I, I just am more realistic. I know how bad CTF. I mean, imagine CTF on this title. Jesus Christ! Like you're trying to run the flag. I don't even so, know how maps we would play. I know oh, I no do, but like, I, I get the complaints. Like it's not perfect, 100. percent But like, Fortress is just it's horrible. So it's just, well, what's uh, more horrible? The fact that it, we're playing Fortress, or the fact that we have to play Fortress? The fact we have. To <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm, that's, I'm just, I'm, I'm making a point here. Like, I guess not like the pros want to do this. No, 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 I know. But, like, that's just hearing, like, kind of Paris, I break that down. Like, how, how, how much, like, the map pull, especially with that regard, it's just like a, it's like you're gambling. It's like, are they going to pick the gamble? Or, like, if we ban the gamble, do they pick something we want to play? Like, it's just, it's tough. It really is. Um, so, control, yeah, weird, weird spot. Anything else you want to add to those before we get on to the next one? I don't think so. No, should be a great matchup. I mean, yeah, those two, it's those two powerhouses. I think probably two of the favorites to win the thing and they're matching up in round number one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I'm so torn. Like I love it, but I also just fucking hate it. Um, all right. <laughs> so, so do the teams we, and losers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so I know, it's got to play up losers round one. Like, oh, we exactly. get one match at the tournament. All right, sick. <laughs> it just throws off the whole, whole thing. It does when you have a matchup like that. Um, so Boston, Boston versus optic. Um, we can take it off sort of talking about about Boston. <laughs> like the Zinni buff, you know. <laughs> Zinni did. He's been that guy's been cracking me up. When I saw the breakdown hey. and him in a blazer, I laughed for 30 minutes. Whew. Oh he Welcome to Sports Center. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Center. This is something Zinni. Yeah. The breakdown, oh, baby. Oh, dude. I just when I saw the blazers, I literally had tears in my eyes. I don't know. It just killed me. Um but I mean, Beans has been, it's been awesome. His interviews have been great. Um, I mean, he's had some disgusting plays. I, I know a tweet like uh, yesterday, the day before from um, Sam, like Octane stood out to me. He was like, dude, he's like, you are evil or whatever for those two 1v1s. Like, I've never died like that. Like, he, he's been frying. He's, he's had some, has some sensational plays, uh, brought some personality. Um, it's been, it's been cool to see. And while well, they're 4-1, they're and one, so that always works too. Yeah, 4-1, four, four second seed. Uh, they have some big wins. Uh, they beat Thieves. Uh, they beat Ultra. Um, I think the thing always is with Boston Breach, they've had some good online stints. Yep. Uh, you know, we've said this time and time again with this roster. I, I like Nero and Vivid. I Awakening has been insane. I can't wait to watch Beans on land, but we need a good land performance. Uh, we need a, 
a top three. I, I need to see more. Uh, and they are going into the pits of all pits. You're going to play the home team in, in winner's round number one. Um, I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to play Optic in round <laughs> one. It's just, it's their home event. And we saw what happened last year at, at major number one. Like these guys hit a different level playing in front of this crowd. Yeah, they really did. I mean, I, I guess I don't, I don't really have much on Boston other than I guess I want to see if I think we've just this year, you, you nailed it. Like they, they've looked good in the qualifiers. They, we've, they've been hyped up towards the major. I think just, just based on what were they like, remember it was a four and one or whatever going into major one. They just like basically had double bopped out. Um, they were exactly how it went, but like, it just, they were nothing like they were online, like with the change and now having beans, is it, is it going to change at all the performances here? Cause I don't know if that was, um, some sort of mental collapse or what was going on, what the shift was once he got to land, but we'll be better here. I mean, that's, yeah, I think, um, I see that answer. That's all I really care about. One thing I will say is it feels like even with beans, they're getting more comfortable. I think like you saw even for him individually, he was just trying to find his way. He started off a little slow, but they still were winning. And then he's, he's really stepped it up. And, you know, when, when you're coming from challengers, um, you have a lot of di different perspective on the game. That's always what we sort of talked about when you bring in a challengers player. And, you know, I think Zidane was probably the leader if you were talking about this team. But Beans, I mean, he's it seems like he's very vocal, has no problem sort of telling people where to go, how to do things. And if he can get going, this guy's had some insane individual maps. Well, I, I think just... I think just the attitude change with Zenny versus Beans has got to be huge for the team because this isn't something I'm like knocking Zenny for. Like I totally understand it, but like he talked about it himself, uh, you know, kind of during one of the the watch parties. Like he's like, it wasn't fair to the team mm -hmm. when I went from let's get one more scrim in, like hungry to like, do I want another scrim or do I want to go stream? Like once that <laughs> once that sort of like enters your mind, it's not. He's like, it wasn't fair to me. It wasn't fair to them. Um, I knew mm -hmm. it was time to go. And I don't know how long he was like that for, but I imagine this is this decision's been weighing on him throughout the course of the year, I'm sure. Um, and now you get someone who lost the appetite to for that extra competitive which I think you need to play at the highest level. Like you need that hunger. So I think Zenny kind of lost that. And now you have Beans, who's like the new guy who is probably, you know how new players are when they get in the pro set setting. They're hungrier than anyone. So mm -hmm. I think that alone should help, personally. Like yeah. it, it should. Yeah, I think just last thing that maybe take away for this team is um, very good in all, like very solid in all, all three game modes throughout the stage. Uh, five and four in hard point, four and three in search, and then four and one in control. So uh, the one control map for them that they like to play is LSILO. Uh, they're three and oh on it. I assume Optic, I mean, listen, if I'm talking about it, they're probably going to veto that, or maybe they don't the play that map. Situation where you yeah, see yeah. Fortress, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those situations probably not going to play that, then it's, are you going to play Fortress? Which they do, they do play it. So maybe you'll see that in the control. But again, just solid in, in all three game modes. There's not a clear weakness here. It's just, can they put it together on land over a course of three to four days? Yeah, I guess the one thing I'll say, I don't know that like, I mean, you the, the two numbers you mentioned were outside of the control, pretty close to like 50-50. So I, I don't yeah. know that that's, that's enough that if you have a poor control weekend that you're going to make much of a run. So yeah where it's not exactly a weakness it's not they're kind of relying on the control a bit i mean that, that was yeah, the one i think you're going you're going the distance a bit in some of these series yeah. um you went to a couple of game fives or game four 
Uh, the one just looking at the stats page, the one thing I noticed is Awakening has a 1.21 in Hardpoint. The other three are uh, the next up is 0.92 out of Beans, and then 0.77 <laughs> from Vivid and 0.88 out of Nero. So like the slaying in Hardpoint, uh, Awakening probably needs some help. You see the you see the tweet from uh, uh, what what did Vivid tweet last night? It was like the picture of uh, Snell or the player that had like 28 minutes, a 0.0 rebound, zero whatever. He tweeted that out. Yeah. It was like the breaking point match because it was like everyone on the team was like plus five, and he was neg 36. <laughs> who was okay hey listen hey a win's a win no i know i know but it was just so funny bro that like that picture always makes me laugh dude but, oh yeah uh, unreal unreal stat line how do you yeah, even do that what were you even doing for 20 minutes i don't know oh uh, yeah so i guess he got bodied a little set, bit now setting but... picks huh yeah i guess i guess um all right so boston i guess yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see uh how, how they'll do um I find myself just kind of, kind of rooting for Beans because his name's Beans. And I got you. I gotta say, I gotta say the one thing that Nabel said the other day. I have to, it was horrible, dude. I'm watching. Somebody in his chat probably said it first, but bro, I'm Nabel is one of the funniest players ever, and like he's playing, he's playing with. Uh, I don't even remember who he's with, but he's like, guys, 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 hold up. If Beans pops off in one map, but then like he gets cooked the next map, is he refried Beans? I hate that I laughed. I hate that I was dying. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb but it's pretty dumb yeah i just had to repeat it because that's stupid all right uh, um, that's a dad joke dude i'm a dad like come oh, on yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's hitting that kind of levels right there dude unbelievable uh now uh for for optic i mean you um bring in ghost even there's been so much talk about that change i mean this this is a kid that what you, you won challengers you were like the mvp of that that leg mm -hmm. uh you like led the way in kd i mean the guy was absolutely frying and a big part of why they brought him in here and you know it criticism is always going to be very fast and very insane when it comes to the optic side of things um even more so though after their last event i think is the other part of it that's, well, that's and seth difficult. retiring i mean there's a lot going on it's emotionally i think with like the fan base there um I don't even think it's with Seth retiring because you had the roster already with Seth retiring. It's after the top four in yeah. a, a very yeah. winnable series versus Thieves with Illy. I think that yeah. is, I, I mean, we got to talk about this. How these, some of these situations, because we haven't had the pot, like, you know, we haven't had really a, a chance to talk about this. Some of these roster situations. Joe, okay. when you break this down, I'm sprinting to the restaurant. I'm so sorry. What are you talking about? So we've had, <laughs> we've had, Basically, Dashy almost get dropped twice, then brought back to the team, then Rambo, not a part of the team anymore, and then Illy, not a part of the team, but very quickly after a, a top four situation at, at Major 2. And again, just some, some mistakes. And I guess I, I get the point of maybe they just felt like the slaying wasn't there. They needed a little bit more uh, of an extra oomph uh, on their side, like slaying-wise, like something was just off. But this just seems not the optic way. Uh, they have never really gone after challenger players. They've always kind of stuck it out with this roster. But it was a, a very good major two with the addition of of Hook and bringing Dashy back, which was an emotional stage two. And it just feels like a very odd sequence of events from this optic team, where I, I guess like. Dashi is now the the captain of this ship. I mean, Dashi uh -oh. is now the captain of this ship. Did you hear everything I said? Yeah, yeah. That's why I had the, the, okay. the voice. I heard it all. Yeah. Okay. Dashi is now the captain of this ship, and the whole Ray thing, which is still just so odd to me. I, I will never. I, I don't think I understand it. But 
he obviously didn't want to deal with that. He obviously probably didn't want to play with Illy. So now we're just going. We're just gung-ho. And we bring in Ghosty. Yeah, I mean, it's been the weirdest year for Optic. It, everything's been so odd. I, I, I guess I get... I've always been one that's felt like top four is great, whatever. If you don't think like you can actually win with a team and you are to the pedigree of like an optic, a phase, a thieves, whatever, like if you don't feel like this team can win, you should make a change. Um, and I, I, I'm guessing it was either that or there was more drama or personal issues internally with the team that maybe we we realize um, with the early change. I, I don't I don't know. We're not we're not that close to it all. Um, so either there were some issues there or they just really didn't think they could win with that team. Um, which I which guess, is fine, but like, I, I just don't know that like this change really solves any issues. Because like, to to steal it from Ray, I mean Ray, I know he's not there anymore, but he sort of said like we were making left stick mistakes. Like it's it's, yeah. it's the decision making, it's the movement mistakes. Um, and Ghosty, you that's know, what we talked about with Phase at times, right? With these some yeah. of these guys, like they just make some of these plays, they get going and they get locked in, and yeah, yeah, and and, and I think that. Bringing in Ghosty, who, you, you know, with his performances and challengers and just the grind through challengers that it is, I am sure he, when it comes to how to play the game and where to be, like, I, I, I you kind of have to be on point, like, when you're mm -hmm. going through that grind. You, like, have to be. So, like, I'm not really worried about it there with him. It'll just take him time to get comfortable in the system and everything. But, like, you still have the core problem for me, which is, like, you've got three other players on the team, which are all wildly talented, but they're all, like, what I see somebody say that made me laugh, like, how are you chasing red dots when there's no red dots? Like, <laughs> like I'm chasing gun sounds, bro. I don't know what yeah, I tell you. yeah, like, like, it's just, it's, a, it, it's players that want to ego shell things that want to be flashy. They want to make the play. They want to do this, want to do that. Um, I don't, I don't know if this, this change will, will fix that. But um, I do think that ghosty is, uh, you know, he was getting a lot of flack, I think right away. Um, but it seems to me he started to get a little, little more comfortable in the system and everything. But, I, I think just, the problem I is know. I don't know if there is a system, but I well, think that's yeah. the issue here. No, I'm yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I think no. that's the issue here. I, yes. Okay. You're right, even you're the right. phase, the I phase the match yesterday, word. the phase match yesterday. If this team gets hot, they'll win. Like just like major one last year, they got hot for a week. They were ahead, but I will say just like gameplay wise, it did felt like, like they were just ahead of everyone major one in Vanguard. But like, I just think if they can make it to a Sunday, if Shotzi and Dashi and Hook all decide they want to be absolutely insane, they have a chance to win the event. I don't ever think, and I don't think a lot of the other teams in the league think that they're going to like out strategize and out maneuver them on the map. No, I was in Damon's stream. I made this joke. He was, I was like, bro, if this was like a more like strategic game, like where you had to be more disciplined. Like if this was like Black Ops 2 and this team was playing Yebin. Bro, they'd be hitting scrap right before church pop. Wonder why they're down two hundred. Like they, they, they'd be in trouble, bro. Like they, they if this if this game was like Cold War or like a more traditional game, like they would be in trouble. At least that's that's how I view it. But like, it, and it's not even to to like knock the players exactly. Those players are they are what they what are. What they are. It's yeah. just it's just like if you have like one maybe two of them. Like what I'm talking about with um. Dashi, Shotzi, and Hook. Like if you have one, maybe two of them on a squad, or like you think of like the it was five v five, but you think of like the Empire team when you had like a Clay and Krim there who were a little more and an Illy and an Illy. Well, I, I think was playing pretty systematic. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 there has to be some balance. I just think when you have like three of them and, and it's a four v four, it's like 
I just think it's always going to come down. Like, are they hot in a given, given match, a given weekend? Um, and you can win that way. I just don't. I don't know that this team will ever be super consistent. That, that's how I view it. And I could be completely wrong. Um, those are just three players I've always kind of kind of viewed as wildly talented. Let them loose. But when you've got three fuckers you're letting loose. Yeah. Then suddenly it's just the chickens got their thing and they're squawking around. <laughs> you got just some chickens? Some chickens, dude? You can't catch them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a little. It's well, it's just tough be because, like, it just feels like. On one side, like the fan base, obviously they're always a, a lot of fan base. Like it feels like they want like, like, okay, let's talk about a uh, major two. Like somebody watching the ladder, just making sure those little things are sort of suited up. Like they want those little things suited up, but the guy who would probably suit those up is no longer the coach because the guys just kind of want to run around and, and take a lot of fights. And obviously, like, listen, they know the basics of the game. I'm not saying like that, but like, there's some little nuances that may not get picked up here or there that a team like Thieves or, or FaZe or, you know, New York, how they won Major 1 is probably doing. So you just kind of have to kind of have to deal with it. Like, just understand, like, that play's probably not going to be made. I would just, yeah, if I was, like, a fan of them right now, I'd just be like, it's just going to be, there's going to be ups and downs, bro. It's going to be all over the place. It's just, yeah. we, they're going to be, this weekend, in front of the home crowd, they might go win the whole fucking thing. I, yeah, I, it's, might. It's, it's possible. Like, I, I, it's like, I don't even, I'm not even trying to like talk shit or bring them down. It's just, it, no, it, I'm not is what it is. It is what it is. Like, that's just the players in the team that you have. Um, It's going to be something where you live and die kind of by how streaky they are probably. But um, I, I mean, listen to this, babe. They won in a game five. Then they got 0-3'd. Then they got 3-0'd. Then they got 0-3'd. And then yesterday they just decided to wake up. And I think Shotzi dropped like a, a 1.4 or something over the series against face. Like he just took over. And that, that, I mean, that little breakdown is kind of how, <laughs> that's, that's okay. how it's just going to go. That's just how it's yeah. going to go. Just, that's how it's going to go. And, and maybe with more time. Enjoy the good times and deal with the bad times. I, <laughs> maybe it's ghosty. It's more comfortable or maybe slimmer to Italy. He's just kind of like, I'm being left out on an island here in some really tough spots and I'm probably going to get shit on. So I'm just going to try to win some gunfights. Yeah. Oh, it's been a crazy year for them. Been a crazy year. Oh, but really, I think, really um, is. I think. They obviously had a huge win over phase to get to the, the winner's bracket. That would have sucked for them to start in losers uh, to be at your major starting in losers. Round one would not have been fun, but they get to winners round one. And I think a matchup, which with having the home crowd, they have the advantage. Yeah. It's just, it's, it feels weird to like be negative about them. Cause you do when you and I have talked over the years of like POVs, we love to watch, right? Like, Hooks, one of those POVs, like it's just different, yeah. bro. When you watch it, Shotzi, another one. It's just different when you watch it. Dashy, like it is just a POV you watch, and you're like, I know who it is. I don't even need the name there. They are twisted, but it's just a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just. It's a lot of it for sure. It is yeah. for sure. All right, well, we'll see how they do. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be an interesting weekend, that's for sure. We'll see if they ride the high of the home crowd. Um, on next to Ultra Verse NYSL, um, Ultra. So you kind of put like surprising roster change with Hixie. Um, and I think this is probably one of those things that sort of, like I said, with optic, like I think with any team, if you are the caliber of a squad that thinks you are close to being able to win, but you don't have the team to actually win, um, you make a change. And I am, I'm guessing it was, uh, something like that. I mean, that was a thing. Yeah. I mean, you would assume so. I think it was a, a bit of a surprise to everybody just because ultra has been sort of, very consistent this year. They were a top yeah. three, top four team going into both the majors. 
uh, very good qualifiers. Um, you obviously had Scrappy, who's turned into you know a superstar. Uh, a, a, a lot of people are fans of this guy and what he's doing, or they you can't wait to, to yell at him on land like he was saying bring the smoke at the at the major and he's the north yeah, american yeah, player i don't know how long he's gonna last on this team joke <laughs> <laughs> no but i i mean he played with hixie i think that was another part of it in challengers yeah. uh was comfortable with him but i think they probably felt at least i would assume this change is going to take them to another level or at least that's that's what they're hoping for a chance to win the event and uh, yeah, because you, you kind of nailed it. Like, I, I know they had, you know, early on with the Ultra team, like, you know, they kind of had that whole boy band thing going where you had multiple teams um, and so many players and just kind of slot anybody in. But like, once they sort of got comfortable outside, like, does any change? Yeah, they've been just pretty consistent. Always that team that's hard to put away. Always a team that's probably going to push you to a game five, pretty solid across modes. Um, yeah, I think the change, the change is a bit surprising. But dude, the funniest thing I saw. The other day i think someone shared in the talent chat did you see the tweet it was bro it was somebody i somebody tweeted the ultra the ultra roster looks like um, oh they all look like, just like wit- the same like like a witness had to basically give their breakdown of what a person looked like there was four different sketch artists that had to draw the person <laughs> I, I think if they got an ancestry uh, so, yeah. test they might all <laughs> somehow years and years ago come from the same family line or <laughs> something like that it's the same origin they might be all be from the uh, same area so, so they all got the glasses the the same hair dude they do look like a, a boy band they're, yeah. they're they are a squad they have chemistry inside the game and outside the game that is for did sure you, uh, did you see uh, uh what on the breakdown the interview with um Scrap. no i mean it looked like I he was not. on the moon he might have been on the moon bro I, i'm not entirely sure uh, i don't know where he was because it was entirely oh, dark. oh actually i think i did because you told me to tune in and like look at them in the blazer i think they were bro. giving him an interview bro, but he had baby. like he had the the city skyline behind him yeah it, it was a dope it was dope but yeah he looked just, like he was a wwe so superstar or something it dude. Was just so like funny. so funny bro it was an evil being uh, oh, yeah. but i mean if you look at the qualifiers, I think one thing that probably stands out, like Hixie didn't have the best individual numbers, but I'll tell you who really played well is Kleenex. Like he, that was a story from day one. He was putting up in same numbers and maybe him and Standy didn't, maybe he wasn't too comfortable with Standy, but maybe now with Hixie, Hixie's like, dude, go do whatever the hell you want. Like I'll just kind of fill in for lanes because we know the type of player Kleenex is. He's very quick when he's on. He's killing everybody. But did you hear the standy like kind of breaking things down? I don't remember what that was on. <laughs> it was on the flank or where I heard him talk about it, but he said like if you didn't hear it, it was just sort of like whatever match before he was dropped. Like they lost it. I guess he had a bad series, wasn't feeling well, something like that. And like mm-hmm. he said to the guys after him, like, my bad dude, that's on me. And like they all just like walked out and he just sat there by himself. No, and no one said so it was no kind of it, it was happening. No one said a word to him, and then like mm. the next day he got a call with the coaches or whatever. It was like something like that. Like it sounded so awkward, dude. So it was one of those a things. Att- that, a guy attended his own funeral. That's what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. that's what it that's what it sounded like, bro. Like, Understood. Yeah, I mean, assuming how he broke it down was correct. Yeah, and right? maybe this is something it. that was building up from the majors. So yeah, you know, j- just for major one and major two. Like again, they had some really solid qualifiers. Were one of the favorites going into both those, and maybe they were just kind of sick of it. Like hey. And that's always the thing with the ultra teams. They, they've done it before, as you said, with, you know, insight, they've had really good players. They've built from within their organization on uh, Hicksy yeah. was just up next. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of excited just to see 
how they do with this event. Um, yeah, should should be fun to watch. Um, and now NYSL are like, God, I sort of, I mean, I was I was texting you or talking about this last night. Like, it's sort of, I don't want to say it's exactly sort of like how I was breaking the optic thing because it's not, but it's 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 like I know. This guy's gonna like go out and get his. He he's mm-hmm. you know a very talented man. AR. This is a guy that has like put up a one point two for years. Even when he was on teams that weren't great, like he is consistently gonna get his kills. Hydra. I don't know if he's always gonna necessarily be in the right place, but I know he's gonna run around and fry because he is just insanely talented and fun to watch. And it just sort of comes down to like Priest and Kismet. Like, am I gonna get? The kismet that is probably is barking at everybody on the main stage, like making every right decision, just hammering through everyone. Am mm-hmm. I going to get the Priesta that is just on point and looks like one of the best players in the game? Or I get the Priesta for the past couple of years that's been a little 50 50. And it's got to be hard to be those two players. Sometimes, maybe when you play with, um, I don't even know how to describe, like just sort of like the Hydra sort of falls into that bucket of where I was talking about like, Hook and Shotzi and stuff. Just like he's going to go yeah. out and fry, like let, let him loose, right? Um, so it's just, I don't know if it's a thing where it just kind of clicks that match or whether those two are going to step up. I, I don't know, but that's like kind of well, what comes down to me. Like, I feel like a priest and kids play well, they, they can win the event. Like, I, well, I think the, the big thing is, is right. Major two was just not a good major. Uh, I mean, it, their, their qualifiers going into like after stage one, they were two and two after stage two, they were three and two after this qualifier, they're three and two. I think it's another team. They're just trying to get to winner's bracket, right? Start there. Uh, they they feel they have a, an opportunity to win the event if they're there. I think it's just sure, yeah. If you look at major two, I don't think it's the best excuse, but there were a lot of travel delays. They got in really late, like they didn't have luggage. They had to play the first match the first day. They, were they a team like they didn't even get to scrim before their first match? I, I think so, like something like that. Like they got There's in something. really late, but the fact is, is like it felt like mentally they were a bit unchecked and it just wasn't their weekend at, at major two now there's probably a lot of people who are like listen they got there on time they had the opportunity to warm up they had their stuff it doesn't really matter but because they won major one I'll, I'll let it i'll let it slide okay I'll, i'm cool with it i think they have to come out strong here um my only worrisome right now is their respawns are struggling a bit they're two and four in hard point throughout this qualifier three and two in control when they won the major, they were seven and one in control on major number one. And if you look at their last four matches, they got smoked by Seattle, but they smoked Optic 3 0, right? It's 03, 3 0, 03. They got smoked by Ultra. So this is a, a strong rematch for Ultra. And then they smoked Florida. So it's like either this team is winning map ones and turning that into a series win, or they're losing map one and it's they're getting fried. Does it feel like. No, I guess it's not true. I was going to say, like, outside of, like, Thieves and Faze, like, at least the, I don't know. It's, like, is it the title? I mean, it's kind of been like this for the last couple of years. Like, there's just not a ton of consistently. It just feels like who's going to get hot, like, who who plays good on a weekend. I mean, that's kind of been just, the league. I mean, it was, it, it was it this way last parody, year. More parity in the league, yeah. With just Yeah, I, I think for sure. You have an yeah. off day, and you're going to get destroyed. I, I think yeah. besides Faze last year, there was a different team in the final all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just like this trend of that. sort of like who's who's gonna get hot type thing, and well, yeah, I don't, I, don't know game, I, don't I don't think the game helps. It's probably but a combination it, of the you game. You do have and to get a props to the league, yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, it's just kind of it's kind of nuts, just <laughs> how, how it feels that way. Like I, 
If I, I, dude, I, the last two, whatever, like breaking point things, I'm doing predictions. I've won them. I'm like, I couldn't tell you what I'm doing. I'm just picking stuff because we've won them. We've won them. Yeah, we, that's right. I use half of your we, brain. Yeah, okay, we've won that. 70, 75% of your brain. We've um, won them. Yeah. <laughs> but you are on back to back. So props to you. I don't know how I'm doing this. I know I got all three wrong yesterday or, oh, yeah, Sunday's matches. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I, I think for this match for both of these teams is huge because I think both of these teams are in really similar situations where probably just trying to get back on track in, in a winner's round win matchup here. It just kind of gets that momentum where New York doesn't want to go to losers round one again at the start of a major ultra with a new roster is trying to get get the train going. It's just a it's similar almost to I mean, I know it's different than. Maybe. It's definitely different than Phase and Thieves, but this is probably one of the this is the other matchup where I think maybe both these teams could make a run and win the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like winning this could be just yeah massive to the confidence to propelling you forward to get you a good spot versus like going to losers and who the hell knows what you're dealing with. Yeah, it's a it's a big one for sure. I know you could argue like everybody can win it, but I guess when I look at it, I don't know about the, that. I don't think well, you argue that. <laughs> I mean, like when yeah, no, I guess, I guess you couldn't, but like. I think Winners. Ultra in New York were two of the teams going to major one and major two that people said could potentially win it. Yeah. And they had chances, and it's probably the same thing here. I think yeah. you can make yeah. the argument with what we've seen throughout the year. I think that's the best big round one matchup, like a toughest one after face thieves. Like it Yeah, I agree. That should that should be that should be good for sure. Um <laughs> let's talk uh, some of the teams losers bracket. Rocker, dude. I I don't I I remember watching them yeah. back at the major and thinking they were turning a corner. Um, I know I it was the I breakdown. A, it was that game five breakdown, dude. I had a lot. I have a lot of like love for this team, like the players on it. It seemed like something was like starting to click. And, you know, the conversation I've heard uh, go on the flank or that, that's the one I heard it the most, I guess, with kind of parasite and Ben going back and forth was just sort of like, Ben was like, I would blow this thing up right now. Maybe bring in a challenger's player. That. No, I mean, and th- that was sort of his point. I blow it up. Like, Every 10 points is important. You don't think this team is a chance to do anything the way you're playing right now. Um, you know, in Paris, I was sort of like, that's just idiotic. You know, you, you, you bring in somebody that has no time or a chance to learn to play with these guys like that. That makes no sense to try and do that. But all, I, all of them kind of felt like unless you're getting like a top three, you're changing after this event. Um, really? It's sort of sort of how they were feeling. Yeah. Um, but like this hmm. is the part that I don't know. I, I just don't know if this is like a, how many times have we seen this with like surge? Like you look good in an event, then you have a really rough qualifier. You have like this up and down sort of thing. We saw a surge a lot. Like maybe Rocker are going through that, or maybe this team is just dead to rights. I don't know. It, it could be. I, I mean, listen. The reason I, I would be surprised by those arguments is they were they literally choked that winner's final versus fate. You and I casted that hotel. What was it like five two five three? They were up. They were up a couple of rounds, one round away from winning that map five and being in a final. Um, and then after that, since that game five loss, they've lost all the matches in a row. So if this team is mentally broken, it, it's from that moment. But yeah. in terms of the squad as as a whole, like they were literally a round away from being a top two team last stage. So like yeah. it's <laughs> tough for me to say blow it up, but like they could be mentally in the blender um, for sure. It is just surprising after a T3, almost getting a, a top two, that you go 0-5. But they did play New York, Seattle, Texas, and Thieves. Okay? 
Those are four really good teams. But you've just been sort of shit on is the problem. Like, it, it's not even like... Yeah, you're said, not wrong. They, they had a couple of game been, five losses, but... It just hasn't really looked like they're a team that can beat anyone. But I, I mean, I guess I'm with you just because we've seen this with other squads. Like, I, I guess I think the talent is there. They could turn it around. Um, but I don't know how far past that point is. I mean, for all we know, it's already... It's already in the stages of like two players talking behind two other players back and who they want to get. Like we don't we know how far it's gone. Like once that starts, I mean, you're kind of fucked. I think like you've probably well, been in the, the midst issue, of when teams are trying to here, change and all that gossip and shit starts. Like I, the issue here, maybe, is the investment, right? I mean, we talked about it at the beginning, the yeah. end of the end of last spent, year, going into this year. Uh, this yeah. was a roster that Rocker went all out for um, with the Cami and Vance duo, the success that they had with Ultra. Afro sort of the rising star and then uh, attached with the, the main AR year that he had. It kind of felt like these guys could go wherever they wanted or had a lot, a lot of opportunities to, and, and they picked this organization. I think that's really the problem. It's like, is, is there budget for it? Like maybe you get a minimum challenges player, but that's probably it. May, or if, maybe? You can, if you can shred one of your contracts that you paid a lot on, but like what, what's weird. What's I don't weird know. Though, it works, like, uh, yeah. Like Ben, uh, Bance had that that stretch where he was he was like a god. He was playing incredible. Afro has had moments where he's really taken over that we've seen, and it's just weird that two players that are typically very consistent, like attaching Cami, like with AR, like they haven't really been themselves. I guess like I know yeah. I know Cami had like that breakout year, and you know he wasn't exactly the same player last year. I mean, he didn't dominate like he did in MW twenty nineteen, but Attach has been pretty consistent his entire career at least just from like if we're talking purely as a kd standpoint like he he's he's been good but they like haven't been and yeah it's it's a little bit worrisome for sure i I just don't know what other options there are and we're already at major three like it's just tough you can't really experiment another stage and then the pressure's on because this is also the eighth seed right like exactly i went in an 0 and 5 kills you man like you're just you're hitting zero points like you need you need anything now like if you walk in and get double double bopped out of the well sorry not double bopped you're the losers you still going to get i mean if i i look at this correctly right they play play the loser of phase thieves i think it's just a straight drop down um which i think that's the next one is that the next one dude that's the part that always confuses me when like the flip happens I'll go look at major two to double check, but I think it's a straight drop down. No, you, you um, might be right. Brackets always yeah, give me a headache. Yeah, it's a straight drop down, which yeah. that's that's really the problem here is you're playing one of them. So th- this might be an early exit. It, okay, but yeah. if you win, if you beat one of them, maybe it's the return. Maybe it's the return. Yeah. Maybe it's the return. Yeah, it's just another one of those teams that I kind of find myself like liking and rooting for over there just in it right now. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if you look at the their their qualifiers, like zero seven in search, one and four in control. This is a team I think that should be pretty darn good at both of those. You would think, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, Vegas a little bit. Vegas, I heard, I can't remember who I heard say it, but they were sort of like, I like feel for Vegas because it felt like they were playing well enough to be in winners, and now they're just not. Like, like you felt they were playing better than maybe like Gorillas. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing people tougher. And then they just what? What was the match? Was it Gorillas they the, lost to that killed? Well, they lost to Gorillas, yeah. yeah they lost that, to Gorillas, the and then then Faze didn't beat Optic. So, and it's still a team that um you know it can be great in search and have their moments in in the respawns, but 
I just, I guess I want, the more I say this, the more I guess I'm pulling for everyone, but like Vegas is still a team too, just with like their historic record. Now you've got Clay and Pip and TJ. I just want to like see them do well and want to see them make a run. It's just, dude, starting in losers is just, uh, it's always going to be so hard. It is. Yeah, I mean, they added two real for pro loot. And we saw a little bit of two real last year with Florida for a brief stint. Wasn't like the best stint. Um, he's had some pretty nutty plays like that double wall bang and search and destroy. I was just about to ask you, did you see that? Because that was too- Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're just lining that up. Um, well, I guess he said like in VOD review, they, they went back and watched the spots they hold. Yeah, sit and- in those same spots, those same corners. Yeah. But but like live, I was like, hold the fuck up. What? But I mean, what, what was the issue with this team going in sort of before the change was the respawns. Um, it's still there. I, I mean, a little bit better in Hardpoint, four and six in Hardpoint, one and four in control. Their best mode is still Surge Destroy. I, I mean, listen, there's a chance they play like a Gorillas. Uh, if Surge beat them in, in losers round one, maybe they could get going. They are playing competitively. I, I think this was a, a better qualifier for them. But I think they're pissed off because it was in their hands to get their first winner's bracket start versus a gorillas team. And I think, I think it was theory. Maybe said it. It's like, we have to be able to beat gorillas if we want to start in winners. Um, they just didn't, I mean, they had the opportunity to, but gorillas beat them three, one. Yeah. I guess it just like, just felt weird. Cause to that point, like you just felt like they were going to get into winners and they sort of deserved it the way they were playing. And then just that one series, just like, Nope. Well, there you yeah, go. Just, but, just always sucks starting and losing round one, right? I mean, because you have one match and it's a potential really tough matchup depending on who drops down. It's tough to get momentum going. You would much rather start in winners. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't imagine. You see, see the frustrations on social and stuff. Just starting and losers is, uh, is tough, but that's what, I mean, that's what puts important. Like part of me like likes that it's a thing because it puts, it made that gorillas versus uh, the match very big it makes it puts yeah. importance on the qualifier matchers it's just frustrating that it's it's online and the current state of the game is what it is but i mean there's i like that it adds adds to it but just talk. yeah i um, mean some teams have gone up and some have gone down and some have stayed up and unfortunately you've also had some stay down and they're just one of the teams that has consistently stayed down so. yeah uh what about uh london anything you want to add to that uh, I think, I, listen, man, um, the role change with Nasty. Nasty had a really good stage. Uh, he he seems more comfortable. Paul has been able to run sort of anything since we've seen him. Uh, AR or sub, he can kind of do it all. I think that this team is getting better. Uh, they have a, a 3-2 victory over Ultra. Uh, they have some game five losses. It feels like maybe we finally have the four. Maybe we finally have the roles and we are getting to be a more competitive team. I, I'm very excited for this ultra team or for this London team. Maybe they can keep it going. Just can you build some momentum up, right? So keep it going into the, like the major. At least you're, you're going up, right? It feels you, like you're, you're there. If it, you're yeah. competing. Even the phase three. Oh, I think it was like the closest three. Oh, that we have had all year. Like it was like a one, one point search, a one round in control, a one round in search, destroy. They're competing. So I think it's good to see. It's just a question of, I don't, I don't think it's too late yet, but if they don't win a match or two here, they really have to pop off in, in four and five. Um, but yeah, we're there. It, we're competing. We're competing. Because earlier this year, they were not competing. Is it weird to you, like, just that we're even talking about, like, the pressure of champs? Because 
the timetable. Like I just because we started earlier, and maybe it's because okay, they you have and I are, forty points. Yeah, the timetable is here. Okay, yeah, yeah they're well, down, well, behind seventy. Yeah, I didn't. Whew. I mean, because you and I like maybe it's just because we do the majors only, or maybe it's just because the league started two months earlier. But like it's March, and like hearing you talk about like pressure for champs is fucking I mean, weird. We're, we're over halfway. You I know, but it's it, fucking right, weird. Right around it's halfway. weird, bro. It's the first no, you're not wrong. It's just weird. It, yeah, not wrong at all. Usually I've been champs in August and stuff. <clears> like we're basically, we're in like week three. Yeah, we're like maybe you know, the first major just happened. Stage two starting. Yeah, I think that just combined with the fact that we just did the majors. Like it just feels, I don't know, it's like Twilight Zone that we're even like this deep in talking about it. But yeah, it's just uh, hopefully um, they can now build momentum off of this and maybe win a couple of matches here because they need to if they want to get into it. I, I mean i didn't realize they're behind 70 points and like your six seventh eight seeds who all have 110 are boston seattle and rocker right and kind of the question that we always talk about is who do you maybe see falling down from that boston with beans is looking good and they're winning online right seattle's seems to be back and then you have a seed minnesota who again just got top three. So it's, but now they're on five. So like maybe there's one team there that they could potentially catch up to, but they got to go. You're praying for like a rocker continued collapse, I guess, right now. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's really it. Yeah, I actually didn't realize they were like that far back already. It's just still weird to me like how, how deep we are in this, but here we go. You ready to fly to Dallas and hang out with me, dude? Yeah, we talked Florida at all. Did I talk Florida? Forgot about the Mutineers. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I were they on there and I just scrolled over them? Um, I don't know. Oh, oh, I just I honestly was going through just the list and oh, I still think they were there. So I just like hopped through it. Um, what do you want to add on the Florida side? I'm sorry. Well, Laura, I mean, please, please forgive me. I, I mean, they obviously had the additions of Capital and in Fellow. Uh, they go one and four. Another team, I think, similar to London. That's just like you're trying to find a, a roster. And I think what sucks is like, if you look at MW19, like when this team had some success, it was just sort of, we made a roster change and we got better. And they, they were really good at like sort of picking up challengers talent and it working. It has not worked for them since. Yeah. I mean, before or after the change, I, I think the one thing kind of everyone sort of saw was that they weren't, um, going to put a ton of money into a roster. Um, they were going to see what they can make work. Like it's some fucking money ball situation. Um, yeah, it hasn't. I mean, sometimes, listen, when you are uh, grabbing challengers players or uh, up and comers or just you find the, the right special mix of players, like it'll work out. But like, I think at the end of the day, same with most sports, like it's superstar leagues. Like you usually need some super talented player or players um, to really have a chance to win. Um, yeah. And they had some like top sixes or top eights throughout the majors last year, but like you also had skies in awakening, right? Like that's yeah, exactly that, you, you, you yes. had your superstars. Exactly. And I know they didn't get maybe the results they wanted with those, but like sometimes it's, I don't know. Like the, the, there are teams that perform without that. We've seen it in different esports or sports, but it's just pretty rare. Like usually you just, yeah. you, you have to have like the, the base talent. It didn't seem like they were going to really invest in that. And you know, I'm not trying to just like downplay the guys they have, but like they, they, they aren't guys on top contracts, like top players necessarily. So it's, it's just going to be hard. It is. There's no way around it. Yeah. I think Havoc has really stepped up. Um, he, 
I mean, he's been pl- playing a ton of ranked. I've ran to him on hydro, running water flanks. I, yeah, I hate it, I but saw it. <laughs> it's annoying. Uh, but he's been playing really well. Um, I, I like. I, I'm happy to see fellow back in the league. I really am. Uh, he's worked his way. He's basically had to like transform himself as a player, like after sort of Cold War being on Empire. Um, but he's way more calm now, bro. Just like, like different iterations, main AR fellow. Like when we're, you we remember used to listening with him in the past, bro. Like, like twisted. Oh my god! I remember. I'll never forget. What was it? Was it first optic like evac where he had yep. like the 13 game one. or fifteen spree or whatever? Like yep. guys just twisted out of his mind seeing the future, and now he's just yeah, he's telling he's telling him to down a lot, playing different roles and stuff. But I I always find myself rooting uh, for fellow because he's just uh, I don't know. These guys been in the been at the top, been in the trenches, just been plugging along forever, and I love, I love to see him find some success here. But it's just tough. I mean, the league is just insanely competitive. Yeah, it's just, uh, is this the four? Um, are they going to just work this one out? Do they feel comfortable with Brad Cap, Fellow, and, and Havoc? Uh, I mean, you, you have a game five loss versus LAG. You have a win over Boston. Besides that, you've kind of gotten smoked by FaZe, New York, and Surge this stage. It looks like you're going to be playing Ultra or NYSL loses round one. I don't know. We'll see what happens before because there are another team similar to London who's just, they've just been hanging out down there been hanging out it's their home right now i mean you're gonna have listen especially i think i think we all we all sort of root for in any major sport to some degree unless you're like a fan of a team is you know when you look at major sports with like salary caps and like a draft out of college like you're, you're you want parity in the league right and and i think you've seen a, a bit in the nfl lately but it's kind of been like stud quarterbacks and their rookie deals but like the nba is a good example right now like the nba is like 50 50 across the board like the superstars are kind of kind of spread out like it was pretty, injuries it's, it's and stuff, incredible yeah it's pretty incredible right like that's what you want is that parody mm-hmm. but like i mean we don't really have that like you go after players there are like contract minimums you're not like drafting out of college or anything so like there's it's it's just there always are going to be teams that are at the bottom it's just well i mean call of duty is just so tight title change you, you go for younger players and the title changes and you have no idea what's going to happen next year right yeah, that's it, it's uh, they're just it's, tough, just to, it's tough to rebuild. They're in the rebuild phase. It is, it is. But that just made me start thinking about the NBA. Dude, it is, it is fucking crazy right now, huh? Like, I got, I wasn't yeah. even like that much into it. Like now, the more I'm like started following, it, like, this is nuts. Yeah, there's like ten teams. Who knows? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, anything you wanna? <clears throat> add? Oh, I guess what we can, I guess we can say. So last, how many episodes did we do last season? Oh, it was like ten. Was it ten? Come around so there. One, one of the big things, like. One of the big things Joe and I want to do, and even the production team and the ultra side working with this is uh, we want it to be more, more consistent show because um, we like doing it. And, you know, you guys hopefully like watching it, but I believe now we're doing 24. So we're going to have uh, a lot more to bring you in throughout the season. It should be like a weekly thing going on the rest of the way. I want to get started earlier, but it was sort of with wanting to do more episodes, get everything figured out. Um, but yeah, there should be a lot more of us. Um, and then you'll see us at the major, obviously, as Joe gets headed out to Dallas. But got to fly God, you look good. You stream in the morning? Yeah, probably for a little bit. And then just hanging out, hanging out with kiddo. Getting ready to fly, travel. We got a pack, do laundry. Should probably do that. I don't do anything. I'm ready. I, I, I was talking to Mo. It's like, we, I, I can't even believe it's a major already. I don't even know. Like, Well, I, was I like, think it's because the, the, the last, between one and two, there was like a three-week break between matches or yeah. something. This, this one yeah. got right into it. Yeah. I think it's why it felt faster. But she was like, when do you leave next? And I was like, I think I leave next week. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, probably yeah. your life is probably a whirlwind too, like yeah. with the and just stuff. Day so. to day, baby, just goes. We're just flying through. We're flying. We are flying, well, baby. 
Well, I think I think that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for everybody uh, that watched. This is the Toronto Ultra Merc and Maven podcast. This is uh, season two, episode one, and we'll have more to bring you. The next episode will be after the major as we'll be recapping that. We'll probably end up filming that like Tuesday after the major, probably be out Wednesday, something along those lines. But uh, we love you all. Have a very sexy evening. Take care and we look forward to the major.